good morning, everybody that is listening in the UK, USA, Australia, and worldwide. This is Radio Tony. This morning, I'm solo. Uh, Tony's having a holiday. So um, welcome and listen to live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitch. We have my EDA pay already and waiting to respond to your comments and questions with website links uh, and to subscribe and email. Now, big shout out uh, and thank you to all the people that are helping this station happen today. Replays of the live shows are all, also available on Binge TV, Networks USA, and via the Tony TV channel app on Roku, LG, Samsung links in the chat, which will be put up after this interview with the fabulous Karen McDermott. How are you, Karen? I am really good, Kaz. How are you? Fabulous. And all the better for having you on here with me this morning. We always have wonderful conversations, Kaz, and now everyone can get an insight into that, hey? <laughs> I think so, yes. Yeah. It's my first solo without Tony, so I'm relying upon your professionality to keep me going. <laughs> I got you, don't worry. <laughs> oh, good, good. So um, I just want to ask you a few questions, and, and really it's all about um, the law of attraction, your books on the law of attraction they are absolutely amazing so karen you are a heart-driven publisher a three major publishing companies and an author of 30 books an inspiring entrepreneur a busy mum of six a radio host and master in the law of attraction and so much more karen is dedicated to helping you find your story and just as eager to involve you within her authors groups for the support we all need as publishing authors. Karen has won many awards as an Ozmanpreneur, as a speaker on the TEDx stage, and as an international entrepreneur holding many retreats at Cromcastle Island. Karen is a firm believer in the law of attraction and each one of her recent four books with four more to be published on this topic, the law of attraction. Today, we will introduce her recent release and bestseller, The Law of Love. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much for having me, Kaz. Doesn't that all sound so wonderful? What an adventure life is, hey? <laughs> I know. I just can't believe you do all that. I really, I look at you and I think, how do you do that? I was a mum of four and I was flat out. Six is my number. It's it's my number. <laughs> I was the eldest of six and so now I have six myself and they grow up so fast. It's like, wow. So I wanted okay. to do life my way without compromising my values. And I absolutely do that because I wanted to be a hands-on mom. I wanted to be able to bring my kids to school, pick them up. But I'm really ambitious, so I like to push boundaries, see where I can get um, with things. But I want to bring everyone along for the ride. And as I was, you know, my trajectory for success was just rising and rising. Everybody started asking me, how do you do life, Karen? You always seem to be hanging out in joy. You always seem to be kicking goals. How do you do it? And so I decided to start writing the life, the Alchemy of Life Magic series under KP Weaver, which is my maiden name. So I have my entrepreneurial hat on with Karen McDermott and I write under KP Weaver. And the freedom of it, the freedom to write to my own rhythm is the most beautiful thing. I can't imagine being under the pump with deadlines and stuff. Although I do set my own self-imposed deadlines, but I enjoy meeting them. You know, it's oh, it's just, okay. it's such a privilege to be able to do this. And then for people to want to read my writing and 
And I've told you before, like, I have to thank you so much for being such an advocate for all of my books because I love that you love them so much. And, um, and I write on the, there's seven life principles that I absolutely live through. And so that's why there's seven books in the series. And they are, there's mindfulness, knowing, intention, love, and um, gratitude, forgiveness, and belief. And those are the seven life principles that I live mm-hmm. through. Right. So mm. I was very attracted to the law of love. And what was the attraction for you, Karen, when you sat there? I know where you sit to write. You sit in your backyard and you watch your kids play. So what was it attracted you to become the master of uh, the law of attraction, which you are? You're a master at it. So the law of love, is it's I, I actually found it more powerful than the three before. What do you think made it? more powerful or is it just my intake on it well people are going to gravitate towards different books in the series because maybe love is your thing and um, for me love had to be book four because that's the center of the seven so it, love is always at the heart of everything that i do so when you do something with loving intention it's like a super fuel it's like you are supercharging the experience and the results that you can get. And so love is a very powerful aspect of attraction. And I don't know if you knew this, but before the law of attraction was called the law of attraction, it was actually called the law of love. It's known as that because when you put loving intention into something, you get the biggest, best results in the fastest time possible. You do. Yeah, I I must admit, I have practiced it occasionally when I've got to love this, I've got to love it all the way through. Um, And you do get the best results out of it, no matter what the situation. I mean, to me, I I have time to look back and think, "Ah, I could have done that, but I could have added love to that as well, even though you think you've done the best. So, yeah, I agree. On on page um, 32 of this book, it says you always want the best outcome for everyone involved. Is that how the law of love works? Well, it's an individual thing, really, because when you fuel love, if whenever you fuel, make love is the answer in any scenario, whether it's in, you know, in a disagreement or whether it's in raising your children or whether it's injecting it into your business. When you do things through love, um, you will always get the best case scenario outcome. That's what I believe. And I know that from experience. But when you choose love um, as the answer to all kind of um, scenarios in your life, it just becomes a habit. So then you're always doing things with with the loving intention. So loving intention becomes part of you. It becomes part of your how you you know, do solutions or just how you, you know, just do life really. Mm. So that's what that is. And then by doing that, then you're showing others how to do it. You're not doing it for them. They are le- learn from you and how you do things. And that's they right. will maybe make that choice to do it for themselves because we all have the capability to do it. We are all born, born with it. It's just some of us make that choice more than others. That's right. I totally agree. So when you um, immigrated from Ireland to Australia, uh, were you practicing the law of love then or was it unbeknown that you were actually practicing it? 
I've always done it, but I didn't do it intentionally. So whenever I came to Australia, 35 weeks pregnant with my third child, I waddled here, Kez. Um, I wasn't an author. In my, <laughs> I wasn't an author in any way. We knew nobody, but it was as if it was, it was like a clean, just a, you know, there's nothing beautiful than a new beginning. And mm. as much as my intentions were to set up home for my, for our family and, you know, nesting and nurturing with a new baby I started to be called to into writing and I started doing some children's books with my kids called Mama Max Homemade Children's Books to teach them about Australia and things because they didn't understand I had a 10 year old or sorry a 12 year old and a, and a two year old at the time and then my baby and so then um I got called into to start writing more spiritual place books or you know articles that I wrote for um, building beautiful bonds. They started getting picked up by Universe and Mind magazines, magazine, um, and I, I started getting featured in there quite nice. a lot. Mm-hmm. All of those articles are in Heart Notes, which you wrote and reviewed a few weeks ago. And that I couldn't write that now because that was a period of my life where I was going through a spiritual awakening and just really. Because I had had went through um, about fourteen months of PTSD, and I call that my cocoon period, because uh-huh. I learned so much about myself through that. But when I came through it, I made the sacred promise to myself to live life at a higher vibration, and I didn't know what that looked like. I just had the essence of that and the intention of that, and I suppose everything fell into place for that to happen. So when I was doing the, when I, you know, I I was never grew up with all of this you know I grew up Catholic in Ireland (laughs) but I never did the whole fear thing Uh, you know I don't live in fear ever I I'm curious and somebody tells me something I go yeah yeah that may be all right for you but it's not going to be a fit for me so I'm going to find a different way and it's okay to do that and I had the support of my family to do that so I was always allowed to be curious and and explore and experience things um, which Mm. was wonderful and so when um, I I actually started writing these articles I stumbled across the law of attraction and I read The Secret which is wonderful but I can I can understand how it blows people's minds because you're going oh my god I have Mm. to keep a check on my thoughts and the average person has over 40,000 thoughts a day. How are you supposed to manage that? It'll drive you insane. So I decided I was really curious about it. And when I'm curious mm-hmm. about something, I learn it at a super, and then give it my own spin. You know, how yeah. I, how I, you know, absorb yeah. the information yeah. and process it. And so I, I did that. I, I did it with Joe Vitale. I done his law of attraction course. And then I did the advanced law of attraction practitioner course, but I never told anybody about it. I just decided I would test myself yes. and see how I could use this information and apply it to build up a million dollar publishing press, which was my intention. And because I got very passionate, once I wrote my first novel in 2010, had the negative self-publishing experience, but l- took the positive out of that, which was to um, that I learned a lot about publishing. I'd done a bit mm. more research and set up my own publishing press. I set that I promised myself that I was going to build a million dollar publishing press, but help people get their stories told in a positive way because there's so mm. much power. Mm. There is, there's, um, well, everybody, as you and I both know, has a story inside them. 
But what I like about you is you bring out the power of the story. You encourage people, don't you, to bring out their own powerful story. I mean, you're there to um, interrupt when need be. But you know, I've seen you work and I you know, I, I sit back in absolute amazement. And I think, too, a little bit of jealousy, because why didn't I know this when I was your age? You know, why not? Why why now? But, you know, it, it will be for a good use that you see someone of so young um, climbing that beautiful ladder of the law of attraction and injecting love into everything she does. That's amazing. You've done oh, so well. I'm you. so proud of you. Thank you so much, Kaz. That really means a lot. And I treasure you. You know that. And I treasure your journey. I just love being a part of it. And I love being a part of all of my author's journeys. But, you know, when somebody reads your book, they get to escape. They get to learn from you. They get to hear your voice through your writing. And that is is an absolute, you know, and, and it's for, for a reader, you know, that's a gift. And to be able to go through the process of writing the book. And yes. then editing the book yes. and then publishing the book. Oh, Anybody yes. who goes through those and then marketing the book. Anybody <laughs> who sticks the course of, of becoming an author deserves mm. all of the accolades that comes with the authority of authorship because this author is in authority because That's you right. deserve it. And it's instant recognition because of the journey you've been on. That's dead right. So um, the four books that you wrote, that you've written about the law of attraction. Um, okay, let me show. I'll show you. Sure. Yeah. Put them here. Okay. So this is book one, The Magic That's Mind. right. Yes, I've got that one. Yes. yes. Yeah. And this is book two, The Power of yes. Knowing. That's a good That's book one also. that I keep getting called into um, business arenas to talk about because when you know how to know properly, you're yes. able to make decisions with unwavering fear. And That's so right. it's the most productive thing you can do. And it's total success um, driver, that one. And then the miracle of intent, which is book three. And then this is the one that you love is the love. Beautiful cover. And it matches your jacket again. It goes with my outfit today. <laughs> I, I did not do that on purpose. <laughs> and then also is, and you've looked at, you've read this one as well, is my Life Magic Conquer Kit, which I absolutely yes. love. This is yeah. was me answering the call from people. And in the new year, we're going to do a course um, alongside this, um, an eight-week course where I walk people through the transformation. Beautiful. Because yeah. it's a journey, isn't it? It's a big journey. It yeah. And it's also, once I read your books too, it, it certainly pulled me up in my tracks. Like we all get thoughts of, look, I just can't be bothered or what's going on or, and you might have a bit of a moan, but um, I've always found, you know, what, you know, as you advise in the book, watch what you're thinking. Words are very powerful. They're so powerful. So watch what's actually coming out of your mouth. You know, oh, you absolutely. Might be able to, if you can think it, don't say it, you know, just cancel that thought in your head. Especially when you're setting intentions, you know, try to hang out in the love and gratitude space mm. for for um, productive reasons, really, yes. you know, write down, write down what you're grateful for, because when you write something down, you're actioning it in your brain, it's an actual action. So it's That's putting right. the wheels in motion for something. Mm. Um, and one of the things is we are human. I yes. don't talk you know, with love all of the time, you know, oh. I'm a mama six, I'm going to grow sometimes, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. but it's true, true love, you know, tough love. <laughs> but yes. also, you know, sometimes you just need a grumble to release. But once yeah. you just release and 
back onto the track. Um, mm. you know, it, and also in those days where I am just not feeling it, my energy is low. I'm going to close over that to do list and I'm going to switch off and I'm going to binge Netflix or I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to do something that just mm. lets my brain blur for a moment and just fill up that soul cup because Often whenever people talk about fatigue and talk about um, being exactly. tired a lot, mm. it's mm. because their their soul is tired, not because they're physically tired. Mm. You know, it's really your soul's tired. So mm. spend some time on understanding what that is for you, because it's not about anybody else. It's about you. Mm. What can you do to ignite that life within you, that mm. life force within you, so that you can experience joy in that day? And once That's you experience right. that joy Peace. first, it it snowballs and then it becomes a big part of your life. We all need to prioritize joy in our lives. The more people doing that, the more that we are living life at a higher vibration. And then we're able to pour into each other. And then there's a ripple effect in the world, you know, when we do that. So we need to prioritize mm. our own joy as well. You certainly do. So when my cup's empty, or I'm feeling it even half empty and... Um, I tend to head for the beach or for the forest where I can just sit and breathe uh, and and not think about books or writing or anything that's going on in my life. Uh, yesterday I went down to what we call the pond and I was so in awe of watching all the different activities. It's so much fun just sitting there and watching. I mean, I'm not going to do it. I'd break my neck if I got off on, <laughs> on the boards like they do. But, yeah, just yeah. watching. What I love is their faces. They're full of joy, absolutely full of joy. <laughs> And that's the thing. It's that's their thing. That's what's making them feel joyful. And so they're doing it. And, you know, just sitting there as an author, just sitting observing people is actually, you know, it's like food for thought and food for for books. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I often sit there and think, just think to myself, if only they knew that I'm writing about them, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing. (laughs) Yeah. And nature as well, Kaz, like nature is a really big one. Like, when this, I love it when it comes to this time of the year here in Perth. The sun's up before 5 a.m. There's, yes. you know, it's, you can just feel the energy of the day. Mm. So I often go outside of the house and just, you know, and I have a desk outside that I write with in my, yeah. in my, um, you know, at my patio and just to, you know, just sit in that energy. It's just regenerating. Um, and when, when you take those days out, it's like, as I talk about the power of the pause, um, people don't understand how powerful it is to step back, just That's to right. you know, to not think about the you know everything that you're doing, just to step back and let things be, because things are always happening in the background. But just for you to recalibrate, to see things clear more clearly. If you have a problem, you know, pouring into that problem when you're not feeling at your best is just going to make it worse. You need to step back. You need mm-hmm. to go and do something and then go for a walk. A walk is a beautiful thing. It just clears the mind and helps yeah. you see things with a different perspective. And then you can come back re-energized and with clear focus. And, and I do, I do the, the power of the pause. I go in the rhythm of school holidays because that's what works for me. And every, you know, 10 weeks whenever school holidays are on for two weeks, I, my mindset changes and I shift gears and I, I declutter my life every single 10 weeks because what serves, you know, I've grown a lot in the 10 weeks. So what serves me at the beginning does not, you know, and so I, I shed it and pass it on to somebody else that it can serve, you know, and mm-hmm. um, I talk about that a lot. 
Yes, you do. Now, I'm going to just step aside to Crom Castle, the place of magic. Tell the listeners um, about Crom Castle, Karen. How did you actually, I know you lived close to Crom Castle, you used to visit the grounds, but what gave you the idea of having a, a retreat there? This is an inspired thought that I actioned, and I talk about um, inspired thoughts all of the time because when you set an intention, um, and I set the intention, I had just come out of the 2015 um, or conference, and I realized I was playing the, the publishing game pretty small business. I was, I could do so much more. So I opened up my mind and. I went back to Ireland in um, 2016 and I I realized that like I I didn't have a connection with the Earl at that time. We were both from different communities in Ireland, you know, the way you've got um, the Catholics and Protestants we were both from. So I had this inspired thought that what if we hosted a, a retreat, a, a writer's okay. retreat at a castle? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that is a really cool idea. That would yeah. really, you know, get, gain some brand awareness for my publishing house. And it would yes. be an amazing experience. And I love experiences. Mm. So um, I just reached out to the, the Crown Castle and I said, I'm coming over to Ireland um, on this date. Is there any chance that we could have a meeting about a potential writer's retreat at the castle? And I did not even know if the cast was open to hosting <laughs> any guests or anything. It was just an inspired thought that I actioned. And I got a response. Hello, Karen. We would love to, um, have, you know, have a meeting about the potential of this and um. this, that and the other. And, and so we, we did and we got the ball in motion. I thought I was going to, it's going to cost me a fortune because, you know, hiring a castle isn't cheap. It could have just right. all fallen on its face. But we filled the castle. We had the best experience and I never lost a penny. So there you go. And so we have been trying to do it every year since. It's kind of been every two years now. But uh-huh. um, when things settle down, we will be doing it every year. Going back in June. But you came in 2019, Kez. And you know the magic in that castle. You Pure can't magic. explain what it's like until you experience it. But, you and know, even what- then, I found it hard to explain what happened. But yeah. I just knew... I mean, you said to me in the castle while we were having morning tea one day, you said to me, so when are you going to uh, publish your book of poetry? I said, I haven't got me. And I left it like that, not knowing that I had um, 85 poems collated when I got home and it's been cooking away, you know, so next year there will be a published book out. But knowing that, um, I don't know, there there was... Everywhere you went in the castle, there was like little pockets that you could just sit and breathe and and take it all in. Like I'm on a castle on island and even walking the grounds, there were pockets that you could just sit and breathe. Magic place to be. I would ask, I would advise anyone that they had the opportunity to go. It's a huge experience. It's it's just something that I believe everybody should experience in their lifetime. And I've had the joy of experiencing it four times now. Yes, <laughs> so yeah. every single time, but the, it's the deep connections that's built. So when you have a have a, a location as magical as the castle, which is absolutely private ground, so you know you are secluded. There is a national forest all around you. Mm. There's waterways. There's just the most beautiful, you know, just little things that you're going to find yes. that are all part of a castle. 
And then you've got the Earl and the Countess who live there and who come and add some magic to it as well and who host a gala dinner. And the yeah. whole experience is enhanced. And it's one that you you pinch yourself. You go, is this really happening? Because yeah. this is the most magical experience. And, and that never goes away. It's the same as, you know, whenever you write a book and you hold, you know, like I've written over 40 books now. And every time yeah. a new one of my books comes in, it's just like, oh, you know, it's the most magical yeah. experience. But at the castle, the connection that happens because the environment yes. is yes. so special. The connection yes. that happens with, and so that's why it's really important. And I spend a lot of time, um, you know, I have said no to people to come to the castle because I didn't think there would be a right fit. But it's important to have the right blend of mm. people together. Mm. And like everyone who was at the castle the last time, um, for our riders retreat are like family now, you know, it's an absolute riders family. It's beautiful. Yeah amazing I've never you know I was part of that last trip and I am part of that family and and yeah I, I literally get I don't know emails and messages and texts from these beautiful authors that I met and there's been a relationship built uh, and it's been two years since I've been there so yeah I and every and again, one of them is now has advanced in their writing career so much. Like everybody's become a published author. Colors of Me anthology has many people in it. There's so many opportunities that have come yes. just from yes. being there and connecting. Right. Got yeah. to meet um, you know, we got to meet amazing like Jane Talbot was there and she done a workshop. Like yeah. she's truly amazing, you know. Yes. It's just yeah. Yeah, really amazing authors as well. You come and yeah, join us. Absolutely. Uh, what I love, I was uh, driving in the in the in the bus going up to the castle, and I saw a fox and I saw a deer. And you don't see those in Australia. You don't see deer. So. And yeah, I always, was, yeah, I always drive like, the bus. I always yeah. drive the minibus around and yeah. courier everyone around. I love doing do. it. And um, I, I laughed online when it was you commented about the bus ride to the hairdressers for the gala dinner. And like you got to understand in Ireland, there's little tiny roads that barely fit one car and there's two cars trying to pass. And here I am in a minibus and, you know, they're not really good roads. They're dirt tracks sometimes. Mm. And, and I just know them like the back of my hand because I yes, grew up do. there for 31 years yeah. and <laughs> and so I just drive like that. It's just natural. And kind of like, wow. <laughs> and it's, it's become amazing. a running joke with everybody who came in 2017 and 2019. <laughs> yeah, Karen's <laughs> driving is an experience. <laughs> I love it. It was like, well, I'm back at home now. I'll just hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the writing drunk um, theme as well you know I always bring everyone to the we went to the Game of Thrones pub remember and we had the Irish music um, no, I and I oh you go didn't go the, oh that's no. right it was amazing it was so fun yeah yeah, yeah. so with the um the lockdown that happened yes uh, it certainly changed the way we communicate with each other uh, mm. would you agree that the law of attraction um uh, gave you the ability to communicate more or can I use the word better? Yeah. Well, I have to admit, from my perspective, I was always COVID ready, you know, because I'm so flexible in my mm. life. If I need to mm. work from home, I can work from home. Need to have, if the kids need to be around, they need to be around. So I'm just very flexible that way. So um, it didn't affect me, um, you know, practically or emotionally in any way. Mm. I think that a lot of people who um, who had to, you know, really in initiate huge changes in their lives, 
had a lot of adapting to do and that comes with a bit of shock to the system Um, and it also brings us inward and some people Mm. don't want to go inward uh, yeah and so it has to be a choice but when it's forced upon you there's a little resistance and people you know can feel very unsettled around that because journeying inward and and you know embracing you know an awakening i call it an awakening because you're realizing your own potential. <laughs> you know, yes. people don't realize their, realize their own potential and how powerful they are in their own lives. And some people yes. don't want to be that. They want to, um, you know, just go with the rhythm of how convention. And that's totally cool if you choose that to be. Yeah. But for me, that's not enough. I want to, you know, to, to experience life at a whole level. And I choose not to go, mm. so, you know, energetically some places yeah. because it's, you know, it's it's not what I it's not aligned with with what I'm wanting to do. But mm. I know that I could if I wanted to. And mm. but for everyone who um I I believe that a lot of people got good things out of COVID, um, as much as it was a negative experience and the energy of it rippled across the world and it was felt by everyone. But I think that a lot of people could um, you know, managed it differently but it was yes. an opportunity for a lot of people to de- declutter and prioritize themselves in their life people's priorities mm. change i believe um, mm. and that can be good you know well karen we're just about at the end of, of, of our time so i will put down the details of where to contact you but if people want to purchase your books uh do they just go to those contacts that, that have we written up on the screen or um, how do they actually go about contacting you? I mean, they can't ring you. So, you know, how do they go about ordering your books? Um, yeah. You can't go wrong ordering these books. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, you can go to mmhpress.com. That's the publisher. But um, if you want to go to kpweaver.com, you'll find all my TEDx talks there. You'll find lots of information. There's free meditations and mindful moments on there as well. And all of my books are in there as well. So go and have a, a quiz around there. I've watched you um, use the law of attraction in your life to have, like, since we have been working together, especially, I have watched you you're like a master manifester is in you put your energy into something but your results that you get is so much bigger than you could have imagined because you're open to whatever that needs to be well as you know karen i i taught motivation which was sort of the same thing but it's really um changing your thought pattern motivation literally is changing your thought pattern so i taught that for many years and i wrote a manual of it which the new zealand government still uses in some of their schools but um the law of attraction was what pulled me more than anything because it's not exactly it's something that happens inside your heart that's mm. the law of attraction to me it's when you're sitting and your cup is um sort of full and you think no it's it's it needs topping it needs coming up to the top so it doesn't spill over it's just sitting there and that's what your books have done for me they're absolutely magic um just knowing that um we're all going to have hardships we're all going to have problems we're all going to have worries and stress but it's knowing that um it's going to be fine it's just going to be fine no matter what you do everything's going to be okay Mm -hmm. yeah and and having the, the faith in the people that back you as well yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that, um, including yourself, that say, I've got your interests at heart. Well, you know, that means so much to any author, 
or any creative actually to know that we have people that say I like what you write I mean just recently I did have some people say when's your next book book out and I just about ran through the house trying to tell my husband look what I've got I've got a car so you know so you know the law of attraction really works for me I know it works and people don't know they're using it that's the beautiful thing about it they don't know until they read books like you've written yeah. And it's intentionally using it. Every single person on this earth uses the law of attraction, either in a good way or a bad way, because if we're putting energy into negatives, we're going to get more negatives. If we choose to put the energy into positives, we want to get more positives. So it's just as simple as that. And as humans, we make life so complicated, which is we tragic. Do. It doesn't I know. have to be that I way. So how closely do you work with the majority of your clients? <laughs> well, I have to admit, I go on the journey with my authors. That is why I'm very selective of who I work with. Now, I also train publishers, so there's always a home for every author that comes my oh, way. Yes, so, yeah, and and I and people have said to me, "Oh my God, you like you slice that's like training your competition." And I'm like, "There's no competition. My mission is to help stories get told. I can only do so much." Um, because I have to, to really go on the journey with authors. But if somebody just wants to publish a book, I have, you know, I can pass you on to someone who can help you do that. So, um, because the journey of writing a book, no matter what book it is, is an evolutionary process. An author is going to go on a journey. They're going to hit different types of stumbling blocks and they need guidance to walk, to go through, to move through them. But it's because they've set big intentions. And when you set big intentions, you need, you, you're going to have challenges to overcome because you need to evolve into the person where it's just the next step. It's just the next natural step to save what it is you want to happen. And so that comes with growth. And um, and so people don't realize that. And a lot of people fit, think of challenges as negatives, whereas challenges are um, opportunities to learn something new or to evolve and grow. And, um, you know, and yeah, and they're not brick walls or to recalibrate. You know, if mm. if you're not failing it, it's a time to yeah. go, well, maybe this isn't for yeah. me. You know, because your heart has to be in it. Your heart is driven through passion. And if you're not pursuing a career um, or you're just doing, you know, a job where you, you're just in the motions, you're not living. You know, that's the thing. And um, there will always be challenges whenever there's growth. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I like that. Just what you said that, you know, we, we all have challenges. It's how we look upon them entirely, how we look upon them. Um, some of them can be pretty serious. I mean, you just had a really serious um, challenge in your life recently with your little girl, uh, but it's how you handled it, you know, and who you who you encourage to to help you handle this. It's so important to know that uh, once we start practicing the law of attention, that it will provide. You don't go without. It will provide. Well, again, in that scenario, um, I I poured love into that situation mm. and we got the best case scenario. But I watched love, healing love in motion from me, yes. from doctors, everything to mm. for that to happen. And then also the aftercare, you know, it's just all about your energy shifting, mm. shifting from there to there because that's where it mm. needs to be. Um, and, and and so I, I just felt very blessed that in in my chosen career path, and you know that I'm able to be my own boss, and yes. I, I was able to step back and allow my team to 
you know, move forward. And I, I even wrote an article. I've, you know, I even got, you know, in the downtime. I read that. Yes. Sitting, yeah. yeah. I wrote an article for Forbes. You know, yes, just absolutely. it was like, have you got room in your business? What would happen in your business if you had mm. a tragedy? You know, if something happened. Mm. And our health is our wealth. You know, no amount of money can um, can ever substitute your health. You know what That's I mean? Right. So mm. that is where it is. If you're yeah. not healthy, you're not able to, you won't ever be able to do that. So, and if your family's not healthy, you know, that's the thing. So that's I just, right. that was love and motion again. And we got the best case scenario result. You did. She's absolutely well and beautiful. She really is. Yeah. 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 So if, if there's no, um, there's no castle retreat this year or next year, is it June next 22. year? Okay. So when is the next one? When's the next retreat and where is it? June 20, well, we've got, um, the one in MMH Press is down mm-hmm. in Field Manor House in March, I believe, 14th to 18th, um, oh, 15th to 18th. And then we have, uh, and so then we'll have a little St. Patrick's Day event at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the Irish to Australia. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, we're over in Ireland in June, um, and we're hosting, um, there a retreat there and emma's actually doing a tedx event um the week before the retreat so i'll be at that um and then the retreat is from the 14th to the 13th to the 18th of june okay. um so that's going to be amazing yeah it's going to be yes yeah, so i'm looking forward to the one the mmh one that will be yeah amazing yeah as yeah, well. yeah yeah just down the road kaz <laughs> Yeah, it's just down the road. I mean, if I get up early enough, I could walk there, but I can't be bothered. <laughs> I love it there. There's such a good energy, and it's um, it's a really good location. And again, it's it kind is. of secluded out there, and yeah. and it's a beautiful home. And that's you know, it's just so so gorgeous. And and what they do there is amazing. And the staircase is a miniature of Crom Castle. It is absolutely. It yeah, is. I think that when you walk into the castle, the, the first thing that greets you is this magic, um, double-ended store, uh, staircase. And you think, you know, after, after you've met the, the Earl and he's given his little chat about the castle and the history, you know, I, I kept, I knew I couldn't go up there. It was private, totally private up there, but you are, um, your whole being just wants to go to the top of the stairs and see if there's even more magic. You know, it was just, I, Kept looking and, and waiting for the for the fairy princess to come down to the top of the stairs. And well, you should have told me. I was up the stairs and everything. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was everywhere. I was in finding. We found a little um, like a turret thing, and you know all these with all these amazing um, artifacts and stuff. You know that's wow. my curious nature. I just go on yes. an adventure. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, and yeah. Um, in that castle, I know I haven't even seen a quarter of it. You know. But yeah. I love that it's being restored and everything. And we keep going back to the castle because it is such a prominent thing. Like it was such a find and such an experience. And we just want everybody to understand that. that and do you yes, find that you are motivated and, and enlightened when you go there? Oh, yeah. Well, I even though I'm the host, I experience it as well, you oh. know. But for me, it's watching everybody um, yes. and just, like it doesn't take a whole lot of organizing. It takes organizing, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't take a whole lot of organizing because, oh. um, you know, we have our, our thing scheduled in, but the experience, people mostly want to experience the castle and experience castle life and oh. things like that. So, you know, it's all about there. And then when the Earl gives you the, 
the tour and shares the history of it. Like yes. that's a story, you know, where it is in sharing. itself. Be a beautiful, beautiful home. So Karen, what's the next? I mean, you're, you're everywhere, everywhere. You're even going to be omnipresent because we call it omnipresent, <laughs> but you're even on a, a, a magazine cover very soon. I don't yes. know which one it was. I see that's coming up very soon. Plus, um, your next book, when is that coming out? Well, a gift in gratitude will be June, or sorry, January 22nd. Okay. Um, we were going to do it December, but it'll be January now. So, mm-hmm. um, a gift in gratitude will be January 22nd. There is, um, February 22nd will be the freedom and forgiveness. And then mm-hmm. the beauty and belief will be in March 22nd. So wow. we're really getting those out all to align with, um, going out into the U.S. market. Um, later in the year. So I have another magazine that I'm part of and um, that would be re- it'll be a really catalyst for, for my for my writings because that's what the mm, audience will it's gonna be amusing. There's a lot of things happening and it's funny because it was only this year that I really started to put the I felt that I built momentum and had the space for the magic of my authorship. Because mm. I had, you know, I became an accidental publisher and that was, you know, I ended up, you know, just having huge success yeah. and going on a really awesome journey as a publisher. And I love being yep. a publisher, always will be. But I was then able to, because I got all of the systems in place and I set the intention to have time for writing. Um, and so the magic of that could happen. I created space and energy to pursue that and it's just been going bigger than I could have even imagined. So, and I, yeah, so I kind of, I do things um, as a test dummy to show authors what's possible when you put energy into your authorship. (laughs) Because you are the person that is connected to your books the most. You are the person that needs to drive that ship and I'm the publisher who supports it to make it happen. You know, so that's the thing. Yeah, you need the author behind the book. Yeah, you do. You do very much so. But, you know, you, you not only publish um, MMH, what are your other publishing houses? Yes, so we have KMD Books, and that's for our nonfiction, for our thought leaders and for our um, business owners. And we do a lot of um, anthologies in there, business anthologies, which are mm-hmm. very popular. Um, I've also we've also been um, just some subdivisions coming in so Women Changing the World Press is in there you know there's so many lots of little there's a few other ones that are coming up that we will mention so KMD is really on a big trajectory of growth Mm-hmm. Um, the, um, KMD is, is, it is kind of like a pandemic, um, success story because I, I had so many business owners who during the pandemic had time to write their books that they hadn't had time to do. Yes, and so they yes. just turned the negative into a positive yes. and used that time to finish their, their books and stuff. And so then I was the person that would have them either write it through the writing process or or and or and publish it so so amazing to see all those beautiful books and a lot of them are coming out now um and then we have serenity press and serenity press is my traditional press it's my million dollar press yes it is Um, yeah it's where i have the duchess of york as my author she is Mm. and we have a 22 book deal with her i think we're up to book seven now Mm -hmm. and um yeah, and so she's 
has the kindness collections because she's mm. all about kindness. I and love so the books. All of yeah. her books, yeah, have have morals in them. They're beautiful. We collaborate with as many Australian illustrators as we can, and all of that. It's just it's just beautiful. So the DSP, which is the Duchess Serenity Press, is, is a division of Serenity Press, will be launching early next year. So that's why. Um, you probably haven't heard so much about the Duchess's books apart from in my network because we uh, haven't launched the big um, the big division yet for that. Beautiful. We also have um, fairy tales, um, uh-huh. and the fairy tale retellings just make my heart sing. And um, recently, and and quite soon, we're I'm interviewing next week actually Juliet Marillier who comes to the castle with me oh lovely yes I like Juliet I love her she's a really prolific amazing award-winning author and of folklore and she um she came to the castle and then I asked her would she like to write for Serenity Press just an original collection and she was actually Mm -hmm. writing when we were there last time and it's been published and it is one of my most favorite books let's see have I got one yes well, I don't know if I've given you this yet. No. Nice. I'll bring this in for you next week. It's in beautiful. linen. Um, it's gold. We've got them in the backs. This oh, is beautiful. a tradition and I yeah. love it. And they are like hotcakes. We have to initiate another order because people are loving this. And Kathleen Jennings, who is a huge award-winning Australian illustrator who handcrafts these little illustrations. Oh, wow. Wow. Out of actual like black card, and she carves them out. She's this beautiful process, and she shares the process of this book. Um, There's a little many. bit like Lorena Carrington. Yeah, well, oh, that's uses photographs. Um, beautiful. And Lorena, um, Lorena is amazing. I absolutely adore her. Um, these are all hand carved. Oh, gorgeous! Gold, beautiful. Gold in there. You know, this is yeah. all golden. How clever. And this pea soup is one of my most favourite ones. Oh, um, lovely! Yeah, you're gonna love this book. It's an it's a keeper, and I it's one of my favourites for 2021. Oh, fabulous! So I also know before we finish, we have another five minutes. So before we finish, I know there's something big happening before Christmas, and what's that? Oh, <laughs> oh, which things, Kaz? Is this my bookshop? <laughs> yes, yes, your bookshop. I am so chuffed about this. Yeah. So, um, and again, that was um, a serendipitous event, and we all know that accidents don't happen. They, um, <laughs> happen, you know. So, um, my old office closed down. The the building closed down. So we um, had to move out of there. And I was like, where are we going to go? And we need, you know, a nice office. We have our warehouse, um, but I needed a nice office. So, I um, it actually, I, I I am a you know a DJ host at a radio station on a Monday. Sure? And yep. their premise is that they had up at Rockingham Beach, which is the place that stole my heart in the whole world and kept me here, and yes. um, had a, a, a shop front coming up um, for rent. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is perfect. So I get to hang out at Rockingham Beach every day. So we are not opening in a few weeks' time. We're getting shelving and stuff done, but we're going to be hosting an author event that I haven't even told you about yet, but it's happening on <laughs> December the 16th where we have um, a lot of my local authors um, coming and we're going to have a celebration in the shop. Beautiful. So it's 
beautiful you've done so well and this bookshop is really going to make a difference really yeah it's a bookshop just for my authors by the way everyone we're not going to have there is another bookshop coming into the area and that will have all different types of books but this is a bookshop for my authors under kmd group so you know mmh press serenity press and kmd books okay yeah it it just sounds like right by the beach too it's not going to be a chore (laughs) (laughs) it's not going to be a chore and i'm bringing my tongs with me because i'm going to be going on lots of walks just along the beach every day and you'll see my covert curves disappear (laughs) (laughs) i love it it won't feel like a chore at all (laughs) (laughs) that's lovely well karen our time is definitely up um yeah, but they still haven't told us that it's up, so we'll just keep talking. <laughs> so, how, how cool are we to be just able to just go on cue and just keep speaking? Because we could talk all day, couldn't we, Cass? We could. We could. Now, I've just got a little uh, note from the guy that's running this, TJ, and he says, can you please once again tell the viewers and the listeners where to find you on social media? Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm very active in LinkedIn and on Facebook, but if you go to kpweaver.com, I've got some free meditations and mindful moments in there. So that's where all of my authorship is. You find my TEDx talks and um, other Think and Grow Rich stuff in there. Um, and also you'll see my up and coming books and current books. And you can also go to MMH Press where you can buy all of my books. Also, you can go to serentipress.org if you want interest in the Duchess's books or the fairy tales. And you can go to MMH Press for Kez's books too. And to <laughs> kmdbooks.com for all of those thought leaders. So many amazing books for Christmas gifting because books are a gift of knowledge. When stories connect, they can ignite something within somebody else, which is a true gift. Well, Karen, thank you so much for coming on with me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. And, yeah, I will see you on Monday at the radio station. I'll see you on Saturday on your lunch. <laughs> oh, yes, you will. Oh, my goodness, I forgot. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> Just when you reminded me. Thank you so much, and we'll see you on Saturday. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>